Welcome to Teacherpreneur Raise Your Hand, episode 106, a teacherpreneur graph story, how to honor your own promises to yourself. Today, I have a very special guest, another amazing graph story, and that is with Monica Parsons from the store, Monica Parsons. Monica and I talk about her story, her TPT journey. We also talk a little bit about like really honoring promises that we make ourselves to ourselves and how important that is. I actually feel like I got on a little bit of a soapbox or maybe I felt like very maternal um, to to Monica. Like, I I don't know how that happened. You know, sometimes when you meet people and you instantly like them, like right away, it, you just feel this con- this connection immediately that happened. And then I felt like I need to give her this, this wisdom, <laughs> which I learned from someone else. It definitely did not come from me. I couldn't remember where I learned it, but I think it's really important and I think that it needed to be shared. So anyway, hopefully you will excuse that. I don't know I don't think I know everything. In fact, I know very little about a lot of things. But I do feel like there are some things in life when you when you've when you've hit 50, you feel like you know some things. So, I I hopefully Monica did not feel like I was preaching at her. So, you know, you know. And maybe maybe you guys can can excuse that. But Monica is a really special teacherpreneur that you're going to want to hear from because she she has an exciting story and it's just it's fun to listen to. And speaking of fun to listen to, I have an announcement to make. It's an exciting day today because YDP, your data playbook is open. The doors are open, so if you have been waiting to join this special program where you really get to have a deep dive into your data and make data-driven decisions for your business that make all the difference, then you're going to want to hop on in to your data playbook. You can find more information on this at trinadeberryteachingandlearning.com forward slash YDP. So it's trinadeberryteachingandlearning.com forward slash YDP. And this will take you to my special link through YDP. And when you join through me, you not only have access to bi-monthly office hours with me where I help you, you know, troubleshoot some things and go through each piece of the tools and support you along the way. You also get access to my free, or actually it's not free, but to my podcasting Academy for Teacherpreneurs course, you get it for free with a yearly membership purchase. So hopefully you will join through me and you will experience all the increase, all the amazing, incredible parts of YDP. Hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as... um, Okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. Hey, 
Hey, so I'm excited to talk to Monica, and I know that you're going to be as well. We have been doing, I've been doing these graph stories. I started with episode 102. So if you missed that, go back to 102 or talk to Shelly Reese and take a listen to that, and you can move forward and hear some various graph stories. I will be moving on to uh, to our next topic and some other some other exciting things coming your way in the next couple of episodes. So hopefully you will stick around for that as well. Before I go any further, I want to talk a little bit about the special news that I have, and that is the doors for your data playbook training camp are open. They open today. It's very exciting. And I want you to just ask yourself, are you ready to unlock the biggest asset of your of growth for your teacherpreneur business? Data can fuel your business growth. And if you know how to make it work for you, you have the sky is the limit. So why don't we use it? The problem is that working with data is not easy. Spoiler alert, even for those who like numbers. I mean, it can be really hard and there's feels like there's lots of hurdles. It feels like it takes a lot of time. It's overwhelming. We don't even know how we can get to it. You got to flip-flop back and forth on your screen, on TPT. You feel like you're juggling all the parts of your business. You don't know where to focus. Maybe you're not a numbers person and this feels so overwhelming. The way that it's displayed on TPT is rough. I mean, it's just the, the, the list goes on and on. So it's not surprising that a lot of teacherpreneurs, when they're asked about it, they they would probably give themselves like a D in data analysis and using data-driven decisions in their business. So what if I told you that we could eliminate all of those hurdles when it comes to knowing how to, how to make your data work to drive your business growth? What if I told you that you no longer needed to spend a massive amount of time wrangling your data like a rodeo? What if I told you that your data could automatically be downloaded, compiled, organized, and displayed in an easy to understand, and you can use visual analytic tools that can be updated and delivered consistently to your inbox without you having to lift a finger? What if I also told you there was coaching that could walk you through how to best use these tools and there's tech know-how and oh my goodness, this sounds incredible and it's not too good to be true because it is your data playbook. It is your own personalized VA data service, a streamlined process from download to delivery in your inbox of easy to use and understand visual analytics tools, and your own expert data business coach to give you the training and the know-how to make your data work for you, all wrapped up in one membership, and that's your data playbook. So if you've been thinking about doing this for a while, you've heard different stories about it, and you are like, yes, I want to do that. One of the things that I've noticed with the people that have signed up through to YDP through me, because I have a special link, I am a proud affiliate partner. And they have felt supported because I have offered, um, 
but two times a month I offer business hour or office hours and we work together and I have some loyal people that show up and we work hard. And so that is something that I offer when you sign up through me. I also am giving, when you sign up for a year membership, I am giving to you my podcasting course for free. It's Podcasting Academy for teachers, Teacherpreneurs. And if you've thought about podcasting and you are, you are thinking that maybe you want to add that piece to your business, then this course is for you. I normally offer it at 147 and I am giving it to you for free if you are joining YDP through me. So I won't talk about that anymore. I just wanted to let you know that this is open. The doors are open and you can get more information and join through me at Trina Debbery, teachingandlearning.com forward slash YDP. Hopefully, if you have any questions, you'll reach out. Now, let's get on with the show. So I'm so excited to have Monica Parsons here today with from the store, Monica Parsons, and she is here to talk about her TPT journey and her, her graph story. This is another graph story I'm excited to share. And Monica, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that you are here and also that you came, even though I forgot to remind you. So <laughs> that is a dedicated person when you know, when you know that happens and you're like, you're organized and you have things on your calendar and <laughs> I'm I do. a reminder. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so, okay. So it's like kind of start a little bit at the beginning. Like when did you start and like, wh- what did that all look like from the beginning? Okay. So, um, I had, I started teaching in 2002 and as you know, there's just not enough resources. Um, you know, the textbooks they get you, they have good stuff, but that's just not, it's not ever enough. So eventually when I learned, you know, how to use technology, I started making my own things. And in 2011, I had my son, we have one son, Blake, he's, um, turning 11 next month. Um, But kids are expensive. So I started thinking, hey, I'm making all this stuff for my classroom. What if someone would possibly want to buy it? So in 2012, I opened my store. Um, I wrote down my first amount. I made, if I can find it, $169.50 my first month. And I (laughs) thought I had won the lottery. I was super excited. That's really not, that's really good actually for your first month. For your first month, I thought it was, yeah. Um, And then my sales started to go down and um, by December, I think I made like $25 that month. And I was really sad because I had made so much that first month. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the next year I just kept trucking along and it paid off. That's great. Yeah. So, so you, you have one of those kind of graphs that actually looks like stairs. It's amazing. It was super, super small and the stairs slowly, slowly went up. And then in, um, 2021, I decided to take it really seriously and my sales doubled from the past year. So I have a huge, huge stair step. That's awesome. That's yeah. so exciting that, you know, I, I love that. I love that for people. I think how cool is that? Like, look at, look at how my story, my story wasn't like that, but I do think it's really cool for other people. Cause you're like, look what happened. So what do you, what do you attribute that to? Like, what do you think was really a driving force? There are several. The first big one was my friend, Kim Miller 
from A Love of Teaching. Kim and I taught together. We actually taught across the hall from each other. And then she moved to the computer lab. And eventually her store took off and she was able to leave the classroom. And I was super jealous because I wanted to do that too. But she earned every bit of that. She worked very hard. Um, So Kim um, reached out to me and offered her help. So that was a huge driving factor. She, there's no magic trick, but she taught me to make my covers better, to make my descriptions more thorough, to not necessarily pump out more products, but make sure my products were high quality. Um, So that, that helped a lot. And then um, it's funny because my son plays video games and I won't let him have friends that I don't know. Um, because I say, you never know who they are, but some of my best friends are friends that I met online through a Facebook group. Um, and so we meet, um, Kristen and, um, Allison, we meet every Monday night regardless, and we work on our products together and that's helped a lot as well. Oh, that's really, that's that, how cool. So it's very cool. A mastermind together. It is. It's a, it's just the three of us and we talk and we're honest and we text and email throughout the week and then we meet over zoom every Monday and it's been amazing. Yeah, that's great. Do you, um, are you, are you guys in the same niche or are all different things? It's funny. Allison is the hammock teacher and she teaches high school, but makes products in the same niche as I do. Okay. Grades three, five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Allison is from um, a plus classroom creations and her niche is younger grades. Like for, she teaches first grade. So that's where most of her products are. Oh, cool. Yeah. So are, are you talking and like, like going through, like giving each other tips and advice? Oh, I heard this. I saw this, whatever. Or are you like actually working too? Like I'm, you're building your product while you're there. We okay. mostly just talk and share things. So like I was working on um, moving my product titles up in search and they didn't know how to do that. So I shared my screen and showed them how to do that. Um, Kristen taught me about Canva, which is amazing. I didn't know about Canva. So she walked me through Canva and showed me how to do that. So we just talk and share our screens and just share what works. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. great. So I love when you have a group of people that you feel invested in their success as well. Not just like, not just your own, but you're like rooting for them to yes. to well too. And so it feels like you have this, you know, special, I don't know. I, I think that I love that part. Like, I really like that part a lot. It's awesome. We, we just cheer each other on and, you know, if one of us makes a big sale or has a big day or gets featured in the newsletter, you know, that's the first thing we do is text back and forth and just cheer each other on. Yeah, that's nice. And also it's nice to have that, like that another person that gets how you feel because don't, I mean, this can be really lonely. Like this can be a, a, I feel like it can be a really lonely profession. It really can. Especially when you're coming from a lot of noise and a lot of interactions with other people, whether it's children or also your teammates and parents and all those things. And it's like, all of a sudden you're, you know, working in, in your room or in your office by yourself. And you're like, I need someone else that understands this. Cause I just feel like it takes a little while, even when you go to that point where you become full-time, it takes a little while to get acclimated. It took years actually for me. So I think, I think those things 
yeah, it's just nice to have, have a group. That's great. I love And that. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because I just left the classroom in July of 21. So I've not even been out a full year and we live in a really small town. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I see people once in a while, but I don't, I don't leave the house a lot. I work from home and I homeschool my son now. So we really are, I mean, it's, it's the best decision I've ever made, but it's also hard being home by yourself all the time. I mean, we, yeah. me and my son, we have each other, but like you said, those relationships, those students, those families, you know, we talk over yeah. Facebook and that's not the same. It's not the same. No, you're right. And I think when you have things like masterminds and, or even conversations with other teacherpreneurs, it feels, which is probably why you remembered this, which is why I remember it because I I'm like, Oh, I get to talk to someone like it. it it's kind yeah. of a highlight of, yes. the, you know, yes. <laughs> of the day. So, because I was definitely one of those teachers that was across the hall in my teacher BFFs room, you know, talking like anytime I had a chance. And so, which prevented me from getting my work done at work and I had to do it at home, but, <laughs> but I was like very chatty. So it was so, you know, I missed that part. So I think that, I think that's really special. What, okay. So you left full-time just recently. I did. What, where did you, when did you decide, like, how did you decide this is the right step for me? Um. So I prayed about it because I just wanted to feel that I was making the right decision. Um, and then I still wasn't sure. Um, so I mentioned Kim earlier. I called Kim an annoyingly amount of times. Um, and, you know, she was like, this is what I did, but this is your journey. So I can't tell you what to do, but here's, here's what it looks like from my end. Um, and I don't know. I just, I just had to make a decision. So I called my principal and, Asked, you know, she said, how are you? I said, good. How are you? And she said, well, I'm not too good. I just lost a teacher. I was like, oh, well, there's a segue into why I called. Um, I decided to leave and she was shocked and my teammates were shocked. Um, I hadn't been happy in the classroom for a long time. Um, just all of the politics and all of the rules. And then with COVID, um, I actually taught first grade which I wasn't, I was totally new to first grade. So I taught first grade from home online and yeah. um, So I wasn't confident as a first grade teacher because I had been in fourth grade. Yeah. Yes. And then throw me online and um, they were, they were amazing and they showed amazing growth and their parents were super, but I just, I was like, if I just couldn't see myself doing that for any longer. And I left one year short of early retirement. So I lost my insurance. I lost most of my retirement benefits. I mean, I lost a lot, but I don't know, just knowing that my resources are being used um, all over the world. It's amazing. So I'm still making a difference just in a different way. Absolutely. I feel like, yeah, don't you feel like you you almost have to justify that to yourself? Um, or there's pressure to justify that because sometimes I feel like we're even hard on one another in that sense. I agree. Yeah. And I, and I just, am like, first of all, like, let's stop that. Let's stop being hard on one another. Let's support each other. And it's absolutely, if somebody chooses to leave, it doesn't mean they're no longer a teacher. It might mean that they're not a teacher in the classroom at the moment, but you know, I just feel like you're, you're always a teacher and there's so much 
that you learn in your journey of teaching that you can share for, for decades Absolutely. and to thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people. So I think that, I think that we have, that's something that we have to remember for sure. And then I also think, yeah, I think it's brave. Like it's a, it's, it's brave and not that it's not, not to, because I think you, you know, you have to know when it's right. Cause I, cause I definitely, this is my second time doing this. I quit before in 2017 at the end of the year and, um, and then couldn't get it to, couldn't make it work. Couldn't make it work full time. Cause it's just me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't do it. I failed. I've got to go back. And I mean, it was hard. It was so hard. And wow. yeah, it was very hard and very scary. And I was functioning from fear and I was freaking out. I didn't know how I was going to pay my mortgage. It was a very scary situation. And then I went back and like literally just a few months later was a huge turning point. If I had just waited for just a little bit, but I, but it's, it's okay because you know, that was the path that I was supposed to take. And for some reason, like I I'm like, this is the path. I learned so much from it. My approach is so different. And I have already told myself and now, I mean, I'm doing all right. So knock on wood, but I've already told myself if, if, if it doesn't, you know, work again, if this happens again, first of all, I'm not going to go back to school to that education system the way it is. And um, secondly, <laughs> I'm like, I'll just do it again. I'll just get a whatever job and then I'll do it again. Like I'll just keep doing it until I get it to work the way I want. So, you know, sometimes, and some people are like, what, that's crazy. And people might even say the same thing about you with like, you, you know, you lose your retirement, you lose your, all these things. I mean, you don't necessarily lose your retirement. I pulled my retirement out. Um, and so in a sense you lose it, but um you know, whatever, what do, what do you say? Did you have like a set amount that you needed to be making before you made that decision? Did you, you know, do what are those kinds of things? Cause I know people, they, they talk about that. They want like, they want concrete examples, although it looks differently for everyone, but what, what were some of the things that went through your mind? So in North Carolina, um, which is where I'm from, my salary capped out at 55,000, which is unbelievable. I don't think teachers, no teacher is paid enough for what they do. Um, but with 19 years and my master's degree, I was never going to be making more than that. So my goal was if I can make enough to supplement or replace my salary, then I'm just going to go for it. Well, I wasn't. And, but I, like I said, I just, I just had this feeling I just could not go back. And so I talked to my husband about it and he was nervous. He, um, he works out of town and he makes pretty good money, mm-hmm. um, but not enough to carry us both. Mm-hmm. Um, so my goal was, okay, I'm not leaving until I can replace my income. Well, I'm, I wasn't there, but I did it anyway. I just took a leap of faith and it was really, really scary because I had a little bit of savings, but what if, like you said, what if you don't make it? What if you don't make enough? Yeah. Um, and some months I have replaced my salary and done really, really well. And other months are a little harder, but I just keep telling myself yeah, the numbers, the numbers are growing. I'm learning. Um, I'm going to be fine. You, may, you figure it out. I do feel like you figure it out. Like there's, you do. Other, there's other options too. Like you can always get a part-time job. There's other things that play into factor. And when you have a spouse, like that's a huge, huge help, even if they can't carry you know, your salary that you were making, it's still like, okay, there's, there's a, like, we have an emergency person. So that is a right. feeling. 
I think the problem that sometimes happens is that when you get stuck in that fear mentality, I function the worst, my worst version of myself comes out in fear. Like, and, and I don't make decisions. I can't, I'm like, I'm not trusting God. I'm not, I'm like all over the place. I feel alone. It's horrible. Absolutely. I mean, it's a horrible feeling. So I I think that's the first thing is you like, I can't get myself in that mindset (laughs) because it's bad. So that's a huge thing that I learned from the first time. And then I do think sometimes you have to take that leap of faith and also what is best for you emotionally, mentally, health wise. I have an autoimmune disease and being with like going back. First of all, when I went back, I took a $7,000 pay cut. They only, they only gave me eight years of 20. They only gave me eight years experience, even though all those experience, all that 20 years was with them. And, and they only paid, what is it like $600 or $900 for my master's? Um, which wow. was like 4,000 before I lost tenure, like all that stuff. So go, it was hard. I was yeah. like, not only am I going back, but I'm going back in a worse position. Brand new teachers are making the same thing that I'm making. I've got 20 years of experience and this stinks. It makes you feel like you don't want to give your full effort. Like you're like, I'm of course. that's actually one of the things I did. I'm like, I'm setting boundaries for myself. I left on time. I'm like, I'm not staying. I'm not giving an extra. I'm it, it, which I never functioned <laughs> before. And I, I wasn't in a classroom. I was a student support specialist and then a media specialist. So it's a little bit different to have that mentality. But I'm like, I, it, so that was one thing that I did for myself. And then I was like, I just kept going. I just kept moving forward. I'm like, I'm just going to keep moving forward. I'm, I'm going to be able to leave this again. And even the, this last time I'm like, am I totally where I need to be? Not quite, but you're right. Like I've more than made it in some months and some months it's barely just, or I'm a little bit short and have to rely on savings. And so you just, it is scary. It's a scary, it's a scary thing, but I think it is. Yeah. I think that sometimes we have to like, we have to take that, that leap for ourselves. We We just have to know when it's the right time for you. I feel like I do too. And my husband and I had the same conversation last night. I said, what do I do? And, um, he said, look at your graphs. He said, every month you're growing. Like as of now, I have doubled what I made last February and the month's not over. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And he said, you're growing and you're going in the right direction. He said, it is scary. He said, but you've got to remember where you came from. So I print out my graphs and I I post them around my workstation. And I just, when I get down, I look at those and remind myself where I've come from. Yeah, that's a great, that's a good philosophy. I like that. Okay. So the, you talked about having like a support system and also what was the first thing that you said? I can't remember now. It's just gone up right out of my brain, but those are things that have attributed to, to the growth. Do you have any specific like systems or courses or tools that are essential to you? Absolutely. Um, so I signed up for Shelly Reese's course, mm-hmm. TPT focus success. I cannot remember the year. I think it's been four or five years ago is when she first started uh-huh. and it's amazing. Um, I agree. I, I have signed up for courses that cost thousands mm-hmm. and they just want me to keep putting money in. Shelly's course was a one-time mm-hmm. fee, but I get it forever. And I have learned a ton from Shelly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. And um, another thing that I just signed up for was the Your Data Playbook. Mm-hmm. And that. it has, it's amazing because 
it just, it shows me what products I need to be working on, what products are good where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives me goals and places to go. So definitely that. And then the latest thing that I purchased was on TPT. It was $30 and it was an air table based template. Oh, the learning effect. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, $30 for a couple of templates. Oh my gosh. Best $30 I've ever spent. That's so funny. That's great. I'm going to link to, to all that. Cause yeah, that is, that's no, you need those. Sometimes it's it. You need that. Yes. Like, because I have, I'm a planner person. And I, at one point had three or four planners going in and notebooks and sticky notes and digital notes. And I couldn't keep up with it all, but those air table templates, she lays it out. So you import your data, which you can export from TPT, you import it. And then it just shows you, she's got it all figured out. Like you click here, when this is done, you click here, you can categorize by color. It's really helped a lot. That's great. So that's, a, yeah. that's another um, data piece. Yeah. yeah it's you, just, are just, you are inundated with data. So <laughs> yeah. 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 I have to no. have my data. Yeah. Me, and you know what? I I've spent a lot of time on TPT, not paying attention to that. And which was a huge mistake. Absolutely. Same I, here. That is one of my top, like I would say one of my at least top five things that I would, that I have to have now. Like I, I don't even want to make a decision unless I've checked it against the data. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. All right. So those are three important things. I think that's, I think that's exciting. What do you see? Where do you see your, your store going from here? Like, what does the big future look like to you? Um, I don't know. I just want to, I just wanted to keep growing and, um, I just wanted to keep growing and it's really, it makes me happy. Like sometimes I get lost in the fact that I'm alone in my office making yeah. products, but then somebody will tag me on Instagram or send me an email and say, I used your resource and it was amazing. Um, I have recently started to really try to reach out on my email list and really build those relationships. Mm -hmm. And, um, a college professor is on my list and she reached out and said that she shared my products in my store with her class, which I thought was really cool. Um, so just knowing the, I just want, I just want to reach more people and help Mm -hmm. teachers because I always, you know, when you're happy when, when teachers can retire and leave the classroom, but you're also jealous because it's hard. It's one of the hardest jobs in the world. Um, but I always promised when I, yeah. Yeah. So I always promised that when I left the classroom, I would never forget what it was like. And I, I won't, it's hard. So if I can make a teacher's life just a little bit easier and they can go home after work and not stay there for hours, that's kind of, that's who I want to be. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I, and I feel like those things motivate you. They, yeah. uh, it takes it from like fear and scarcity to abundance. Like I'm going to look at this with an abundant mindset. And if I can do this for another person. And I think about that too, because like, I, you know, I was, I taught for a long time. I was also married for a long time and it basically kind of ended all at the same time. I mean, I, I got divorced. We'd been married for 17 years. And then I left the classroom a year later and then was like a student support specialist and all those things. And I'm like, you know, it, it, I mean, that's a whole long complicated story that I won't tell, but I, what one thing that I will own myself is that I was 
my whole entire world revolved around school. And I know I used it as an escape. Like I, I was escaping my unhappy life. Um, that's nothing against my children because they're the best part of my world for sure. Um, but it, it, it was so, and I'm like, look what I did. Like I contributed in this way where I like avoided, avoided, avoided. And that's not healthy for your marriage, like, or, you know, for your life, like that, that's it. I mean, I literally go to school in the summer to organize my book room or my book nook because that was relaxing. That was actually how I could unwind. And I'm like, this is, this is sad. So we, like, we, we've got the fact that we can give teachers a life outside of the classroom is a huge driving factor for, for me. And I think it is for a lot of us. I agree. I agree. And I, I was the same way. I was the same way. I spent weekends at school and mm-hmm. it's and for different reasons. Part of mine was, yeah. you know, just in a, like an escape and it, and it relaxed me and there just wasn't enough time to get it all done. No, there isn't. There's it never felt like you never felt done. Ever. Yes. Yes. That's what I like. My husband, he works, he's a lineman. So he works on those huge, huge power lines. Mm-hmm. Um, scary, dangerous job. But when he's done, he's done done, and he can come home. But as a teacher, I just felt like, I mean, even after I put my son to bed, I was working again. You're working. Yes. And and he would say, let's watch a movie. And I'd be like, well, you can watch it, but I got to work. Yeah. Um, I got to work or I had to go to bed. Like I was like like asleep at seven o'clock, seven 30. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I know I'm so tired that I can't even, which is why I have a podcast. One tired teacher. It was so, so tired. Yes. Okay. So, so, so we know that. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, but what do you, what do you do? Because I see this happen a lot. Like, what do you do to, to not carry that, that same mentality into your business? Like, I don't want to carry that into my business and work myself to death. Cause that's actually one of the things I learned from the first time that I stayed home. I worked nonstop. It was all day, all evening, all night, all weekend. And I mean, again, I'm single and I wasn't, and I needed a long time to heal from my marriage and I, I needed years. It's been almost eight. And so that was a long time. So I basically just buried myself and my kids were getting older. They were teenagers. They were, you know, they didn't want to play with me. So <laughs> I like worked nonstop and I'm like, I can't sustain this. And because I did pull my retirement, I'm like, I need to be able to make this a job that I can do until I'm old because I have changed the trajectory of where my future is going. So I'm like, I, I need, I need it to work. So this time I'm like, no, I'm not going to set those kind of hours. I am going to take days off and my, am going to take weekends off. And this is when I start work and this is when I'm finished with work. And that's my work time. And that's made a huge difference. Like how, what do you do in that for that, for those kind of things? Well, I, I was glad you said that because I need to take your advice on this one because I don't set boundaries. Well, um, my son is still at the age where he wants to hang out with me. And I know it's going to end pretty soon because, you know, he's 10 going on 11. Um, Wait till he turns 14. Oh, it'll it'll (laughs) kill me. It'll kill me. Um, And he's my only one. And so I've just, I've put everything in him. But the other day he looked at me and he said, do you want to, and he stopped talking. And I said, do I want to what? And he said, "Never mind. I know you're going to say, no, you've got to work. And it killed me because he's right. That's what I do. Um, we do our homeschool in the morning. 
Um, and I bought a curriculum, so I actually have to sit with him. Mm-hmm. So that's better, you know, more time with him. But after that, I work and I'll take my laptop in the car. And if we go somewhere, I'm, I don't know. I've got to learn to set boundaries because I work all the time. Yeah. Because you will feel like it's never over too. Like you'll have this yeah. feeling of it never ends. Like I'm never caught up. And I don't think that that, even though I have set boundaries, I don't think that really ever changes. Like I still sometimes feel like that, but I'm, but I have changed my perspective. I'm, and I, I heard this and I don't remember who said it or I'd give them credit. They said, if you set a boundary for yourself, let's say you say, I'm going to be finished at four o'clock or six o'clock or whatever time you say, and then you don't. And I did this in the classroom constantly. It would be like, you would just keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And so basically what you're doing is, is you're lying to yourself. And so you can no longer count on your own word, what you've told yourself. So then it's like, who can I ever count on if I can't believe myself? That's powerful. Isn't it? And I'm like, that is so true. And I did it in the classroom constantly. If I could just get this one thing done, then I'll leave. And then I'd get that one thing done and think, oh, I could get something else done. And it would push it, push it, push it. And I did it the first time I was full-time on the business and I would work, 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 work. And and I just think we have to be like, and then I, like, it was actually during quarantine. So that was like a, a, an honest gift for me because that's when right. my were changed. I had, a, I had digital products. I made 99 that year. Um, wow. so, I had that. so with the help of my daughter who, who helped me because she was out of work and who now is my VA, like she has a V she created a VA company. So like, that's, I love that's her. Awesome. Yeah. So that all ended up really, you know, working out, but the quarantine taught me because I was still an employee and I had to meet with kids and I had to help parents and I helped teachers and all these things that I did. It helped me learn how to budget my time. And that was a game changer. And I'm like, I felt like I had training wheels on my round two. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready now. And this is, and so now I have a specific schedule and I'm like, and I don't, I don't go past that. I'm like, and sometimes I have to make myself, I'm like, you're taking the weekend off. Do not pick up that computer. But <laughs> like, <laughs> but I had these rituals of like, all right, you shut down your computer, you push in your chair, you walk away. Cause I, for a long time I had, my office was in my bedroom because I, I had, a, a, you know, I have a, a smaller townhouse that I bought and my kids, both my kids lived here. My daughter lived here until just last year. And, and so I am like, I had to have these rituals in my bedroom because it, I was, you know, having trouble sleeping. So I'm like, as right. soon as I put that chair in, then the day is over. So I can't come back up here and grab my computer and take it down on the couch while I watch the bachelor. Like it has to stay <laughs> up here <laughs> and I can't keep working. And so now I have an office, which I love, but I, but I'm like, I'm leaving it in there. I'm finished. I'm finished with the day. And I, and I have learned to like, trust myself and honor my own word. And it's, it, it feels completely different. That's really good. I'm going to take that advice and I'm going to, I'm going to set myself a time tonight and stop working, shut my door. And I have no reason to come back in here. Yeah, no, and just be done. And you, and even if someone messages you, makes a comment on your product, asks you a question, any of those things, like this is not my work time. I'm I'm finished. And because we have to be fully present in our lives with with our own, with our children, with our husbands, with with even taking care of ourselves and doing things for ourselves outside of working. Even though some people say to me, 
well, I feel like working is fun. Like it feels, you know, it's this or that. And I like doing it. So it's what, what's wrong with working, you know, 12 hours a day, but, but then we're not like, we're not experiencing other parts of ourselves or like nurture, nurturing those other aspects of our, of our person. And I just feel like we, we, we become empty, like in that sense, or and it makes perfect sense. They add- and then when our kids are older, we look back and we go, oh, man, why didn't I do this or this or that? And we, you know, we, who, no one wants to live a life of regret. No, like that, absolutely. That's, that's another scarcity mentality. So we don't, we definitely don't want that. So that would be, yeah, I don't mean to get on a soapbox and <laughs> this is your story. why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that's something I, that's one thing I really struggle with is time management. Yeah. Yeah. It's figuring out those systems and, and like honoring yourself and I like that. Knowing when your most efficient work time is. That was another huge eye opener for me. I'm, I'm, I am a morning person. I go past four o'clock and I can no longer, my ADD meds have worn off. I can no longer concentrate or think. And so basically it's taking me two to three times longer to do one task that I can do in the morning much faster. So that's another thing, like knowing your, like, when do I work the, the most efficiently? And see, I'm a night person. So I work, I know that I work better at night. So I don't know why I come in here in the mornings because there's no point. Yeah. There's no point. Cause I'm just not going to focus yet. No, no. So, so then that's how you set your schedule. You go, okay, what's my best time? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm excited for you, like, and for what's to come in your, Thank you. yeah, in your store and your, as your graph continues to grow and grow and that's exciting. And so what do you, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you wish that you could share? Um, the only thing that I really want to share that I've learned is um, quality over quantity. Mm. Um, I don't have, as long as I've been in this business, I don't, I have like a hundred, I don't even have 200 products in my store. Um, and that's a goal of mine. But what I'm doing right now is going back and making sure that all my products are high quality yeah. because I don't want a student doing my worksheet with a typo on it. You know, it's going to happen, but I would like to prevent as many of those things from happening as I could. So I just, I really want to give my customers my very, very best. Um, And I'm still showing a lot of growth, just going back and redoing things. Yes. I, I, I think that's, I think we're, I think we're, we feel misled in that way, or I do like where I'm like, I just have to turn out product after product after product. I'm like, no, I've got to optimize. I have so much to optimize. Same here. So that was a huge lesson that I actually learned from YDP, from Jarrett. Like, you know, he he drilled that in. I mean, when I first met him, (laughs) when we first started, because I have one-on-one with him, when I first, one of my first sessions, we were looking at some of the top products and I'm like, I don't want to look at that. Like I'm over that product. And he, and he like made a comparison to Nike that blew me away. And I've told that story like 25,000 times. I'm sure people are like, will you stop saying that story? But it was so, I was like, you're right. He's like, what if Nike said that? Like, that's an old shoe, like to the, to the air force one or whatever. He didn't say that, but that's where my mind went. And I'm like, you're right. Like what? I can't do that. And, and like optimizing it came back to life. So it's like, you know, sometimes you think some things are passed and over, but not necessarily. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, um, and no, and everyone likes to be compared to Nike. So <laughs> absolutely. 
and I had just read Shoe Dog, um, who created Nike in the first place. So I was like, I was like all over that. Like I'm like, okay. So that was it was good. Anyway, okay. So your you did you kind of gave your best tip to um to fellow teacherpreneurs. What about the conference? Are you do you have plans to attend that? I don't. I never have. Um, I am very. Um, let me think what the word is. Um, I don't, I can't think of the word I'm totally blanking. Um, yes, I'm totally introverted. So being around a lot of people Me too. would not, it's just not my thing. Um, is it virtual this year or is it in person? I thought it was going to be both, but you know, they haven't like come out and said more. I'm like, I need to like make some, plans. Yeah. so I, I am wondering, I know there's some restrictions going on in Chicago, so maybe that's why they're, they're hesitating. But, yeah. so I'm not sure, but you know, I am introverted too. And I have had, I haven't had, well, one year I had a bad experience all the rest of the years. I had a, the best experiences because people, there's a lot of people like us in the, out there that feel yeah. that way. And you, and you tend to end up finding them. And yeah. so then it's not as like scary and massive. And it's, it is so like, it is motivating and the atmosphere you do leave excited. So and I do need that. And I've met so many people online and in groups that I'm in and formed these friendships that are amazing, but I've never met these people. Yeah. So that part, I would really, really like to meet all these yeah. wonderful people that I know online, but not to, yeah, that you know, and you'd want to see them in person. I totally agree. And I think that's a good place to do it. And this is, and I joke with a friend of mine <laughs> and we're like, then we've got to go back to our hotel room and sit in the dark for like, you know, 20 minutes and like decompress, but you know, <laughs> that's okay. You do that. Yeah. That's my, I like, I've gone with people and stayed in their room, but I think in the future, I'm going to make sure I have a room by myself so I can like, just yeah, yeah. calm down. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, it's fun. It is fun. Awesome. Okay. I add that to my list. So Monica, where can people find you? Because, you know, even, even though we're fellow teacherpreneurs, you know, you never know, there can be some three through five out there that want to know. So share, share where they can find you. So my store is Monica Parsons, but my blog and my Instagram and my Facebook are all learning with Monica. Hmm. And I chose learning with Monica because I love school. I love going to school. Um, If I had the money, I would have gone on for another degree. I just like to learn. Um, And I really, I learn from, I learn something every day, whether it's from my son or from fellow teacherpreneurs like yourself or friends, I learn something new every day. So that's why I chose learning with Monica because I want to give information, but I also crave information as much as I want to share it. Yeah, me too. I feel like we have some kindred spirit things because from the very beginning with the barn door. And then now <laughs> mine is um, Trina Devery teaching and learning. So like, it's I, oh, that's I, awesome. Yeah. So it's funny that you're, that you're saying that because I'm like, nope, I totally get it. I totally, I would have done the same thing. I would have just kept on going to school. I have so many credit hours. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so, but I would have just kept going to school. Yeah. I love learning too. So I think, I think that's, I think that's cool. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Monica, thank you so much for being here. It's so nice to hear your story and to meet you. It was nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for sticking around. Wasn't she great? 
And she also has a podcast, and it is called How To, Learn How To. It's Learn How To. So I think that's really exciting. We didn't talk about that. We talked about it after we were off the air, and I definitely wanted to share that. So you want to check it out. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. She's hoping to have some fellow teacherpreneurs on there, so that'll be fun. So definitely check that out as well. A link to TPT Focus, Focus Success which is a course by Shelly Reese. Amazing. No affiliate, like no affiliate to that, but it's just incredible. And then YDP, your data playbook, which I am a proud partner and love, love, love that. And I completely 100% think that's worth it. And I'm going to link to that as well. There's a wait list. So if you want to hop on there and if you do join YDP through my link, my special link, I do something special with with members. I have two days a month where I hold office hours and we can chat about things and I can help you work through the your data and your information and help you understand some of the things that can feel overwhelming sometimes, but uh, don't have to be. And that is actually a really special time. So I'm offering that to my, my, um, people that join through my link. So hopefully that will, will help. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand or on my website, Trina Debery, Teaching and Learning, Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.